Welcome to Manila Rose Podcast. My name is Ina Rose, and today we're talking about exotic labels. So, exotic labels. Any woman of color in this country has been subject to names or labels having to do with whatever ethnicity they're perceived to be. And if you are racially ambiguous like myself, it's constantly a topic of discussion with strangers where you are possibly from and how exotic you look. So where are you from? What's your first language? You look so exotic. I love exotic women. You have such exotic features. I used to think being called exotic was a compliment. Until I realized it's just another way of saying I find the fact that you don't look like the typical American to me very attractive or advantageous. Even though I only speak English, people, especially men, want to push this exotic label onto me. Because being exotic is sexy. Being the other is sexy to them. It's about time we do away with the term exotic being used as an adjective to describe people of color. It's 2020, and people of many different races exist in America now. We're not the other anymore. We're actually American citizens. To share with us her stories of exotic labels, we have Farah. Farah is a makeup artist, esthetician, and owner of Lully Organic Apothecary. Thank you for joining us today, Farah. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. It's such a great opportunity to have you on the podcast today. So thank you. Thank you. So since we're talking about exotic labels today, what terms or labels have you heard the most? Um, I mean, I think exotic is, the, is probably like the, the comment that I've gotten the most, specifically, usually from men. Um, other than that, I've, you know, I've gotten the, what are you question? Um, yeah, I would say that those are the two top comments that I've, I've gotten that have made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you find it's specifically one race more than the others that use these terms towards you or with you? Yeah, I would say it's generally white people. Um, yeah, it's really, it's actually really interesting. That's a really interesting point. Like when people in the past have asked me or been curious about what race it is that I am. If they are of color, so if it's an African-American person or an Indian person or a Hispanic person, or they go about asking me in a different way, which is, is, is really interesting when you think about it. But where, when I have gotten you know, the comment of like, you're so exotic or what are you? It primarily has been from Caucasian people and specifically, um, most commonly Midwestern Caucasian people. So where we're at, right? <laughs> I would say, yeah. So usually the your exotic like comment comes from Caucasian men and the like, what are you? Um, I'm trying to think of other ways that they've put that before. You know, just like even in meeting me, you know, they'll say, I'll say my name, my name's Farah. And they're like, what, what is your name? And I'll say Farah and they'll say Farah. I'll say Farah and they'll say, oh, so what is that? So I've gotten that from Caucasian Midwestern women before. And, I, and, and in reality, my name is not hard to say. It's Farah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a particularly difficult name to pronounce, but it's almost like they sort of make a point of it. Oh, and they'll also say, oh, that's different. Sometimes I've gotten that before, like, oh, that's different. Now I don't even correct people if they mispronounce my name. So I've had clients that I've literally have been clients for 10 years and they've heard other people say my name and they've heard my 
you know, my assistant or my receptionist at my work say my name and they still call me Farah, kind of knowing that that's not my name, but I don't correct them either at this point. Yeah. Sounds like it's kind of like a battle. Like you don't want to have, it's exhausting to have to keep correcting people. Yeah, it really is. It's, it almost feels like it's not worth it. Yeah. I agree with you. That's people do it as my name too, but no. Yeah. Um, what would you like to say to the men who use this term or these terms in this way towards, you know, women like us, women of color? I was thinking about this and I was, I was thinking about how differently they probably, I think the majority of them intend it in a certain way and the way that it is received, um, the way, the impression that it leaves on me after they say it, I don't know that that's necessarily what their intention is, but the way that I would explain it to people is if you call a woman pretty or you call a woman beautiful, for example, there is no implied ethnicity in either of those comments. Um, even if you call a woman sexy, which is closer to what exotic sounds like to me in terms of being a compliment, even that doesn't have a race implied in it. So you're taking something that is a compliment and you're linking it with the person being ethnic. And so if you want to give someone a compliment, maybe just say you're pretty or you're beautiful. But I don't think you traditionally would go up to a woman that you don't know very well or say to a woman you don't know very well, you're sexy. Like, I think that people would know that that is bad boundaries and and borderline rude, yet people feel really comfortable in saying, oh, you're so exotic, when there's like both an implied sexuality in it and an implied um, comment about your ethnicity in it. And so it doesn't land the same way a compliment would land it's almost like if you're in the midwest and you're anything other than caucasian you know that you're not caucasian already so you don't need to be reminded of it constantly it's almost like always saying oh you're so different you know rather so it doesn't land as a compliment it lands either as some kind of commentary on your race or kind of inappropriate in terms of boundaries like something that you wouldn't say to somebody that you didn't know very well and I don't think traditionally they would say to white women that's true that's a really good point I think it's almost like the boundaries somehow are sketchier um with women of color do you feel like it's like a it's kind of like their way of like trying to like hit on a woman and like show their interests that way Yeah, I suppose so. And I also think it's like, if you really think about it, I think it's also just a reflection in the difference between how they see Caucasian women versus women of color. Because I think Caucasian women are not sexualized in quite the same way. You know, there's sort of like an, an implied sort of purity that goes along with being Caucasian. So if you were trying to give a Caucasian woman that you were interested in a compliment, at the early stages of a relationship, you'd say, I find you really attractive or you're beautiful. And I wouldn't take offense to someone saying either one of those things to me. Um, But I think it's almost as though the expectations in terms of how you treat women of color is somehow different. And, And it also shows that their perception of women of color is different. We don't have that same kind of pure, (laughs) that that same sort of pure label. And so it's, 
it it's okay to say things that are vaguely sexual to us. That's a really good point right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, the boundaries are different. And I don't think that that's what's so interesting and loaded about that the word exotic is like, I, I don't think that they think about it. And I think e- even in that, it shows like sometimes it's when we're least thinking about something um, that our prejudices show through. Wow, that's really powerful right there. It's easier, it's easier to do it when, when we don't, A, we don't think we need to think about it and B, um, we don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. They don't really have to think twice about it, it seems like. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's interesting. Like, why don't they have to think twice about the way that they express with themselves with women of color? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So in terms of women of color, since we're going to go off of that, how should women react when being called exotic? Because no doubt it's uncomfortable. Right. Um, I asked, I'm, I, you know, I think that's an ongoing <laughs> project, um, knowing how it is to, I don't think I would tell women of color how they need to respond to that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it's my place to tell other women of color how they need to respond to things. Um, however, like it actually just happened. It literally just happened to me. I, uh, because of COVID, I would, I thought, I need to, I'm just so incredibly bored. <laughs> so I went on Bumble about four days ago and it literally just happened. Yeah. I mean, it happens every single time if I'm ever on any online dating thing, which is the reason I only ever go on online dating for like, I literally only last like five days to a week. And then I'm like, I can't, I just can't do this because it happens every single time. But it was really interesting because um, this this gentleman who like, I am sure he does not consider himself racist. Um, I'm sure he doesn't, you know, he, he was like, I love yoga and I love to meditate and he's, you know, liberal and all of these things, which is not to say that you can't be prejudiced and be any of those things. But I think he, he's probably someone who thinks of himself as quite evolved. And he said, I made some kind of commentary about like how I only ever last on online dating for five days to a week. And he said, Oh, he said, I, you know, wow. I, I, get that guys must say crazy things to you like especially to you because you're so exotic and I I just went oh god you know and I thought about it because you know in the past I might just stop talking to that person because like you said it does get really tiring it doesn't necessarily feel like it's always your responsibility to have to teach people how to treat you Um, and I just always kind of take it as like a bit of a red flag that that they call me that to begin with but in this case I I thought you know this person might actually be receptive to to me saying something and I said um you know that I appreciate that you mean that as a compliment and um I don't think you mean offense by this but that is not a term that I like to be called wow how what was his reaction Interestingly enough, he said, um, I said, that's certainly not the worst thing that has ever been said to me on online dating. So I kind of gave him an opportunity to still, to not feel like very personally attacked, to still have some space to have conversation. Um, So he, I mean, he said like, I'm sorry that 
He's like, what I meant by that was you're beautiful. And I'm sorry that that wasn't the way to say it to you. And I don't think he'll probably ever say it again to anyone. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I said, you have to understand I'm already aware of the fact that I'm different in the Midwest. And every time someone says that, it just makes me feel like more, more alienated. That's a really good. Yeah. I didn't even go into the, like, this also has kind of weird implied boundaries that you're crossing right now, but I I don't think that he's going to be someone who would ever cross my boundaries again after me saying that. But I kind of, I, I left enough space because the reality is, you know, if there are women of color who just want to say, fuck you, or like whatever it is that they want to say, or just say buzz off or, or not talk to that person again, it's not their responsibility to have to teach everybody necessarily. Um, I think it's all of our individual responsibilities to teach ourselves and how to be better and communicate in ways that are more respectful. Um, But I also think we're kind of at a point in time where if we don't want these just really polarized parts of society, we have to be willing to communicate and try to understand each other. And so in my own person, in my own life, I like to leave a little space for redemption or a little space for forgiveness with people, because I don't think it is necessarily intended to be offensive. Um, But when you've heard it for like the thousandth, two thousandth time, it really, it does very much get old. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. That's, that's great that you like keep that kind of like learning experience in there for them instead of just like, you know, completely cutting them off. But it's a learning experience for me too, in terms of um, trying to just communicate and put into words what it feels like, because I think that that's a piece of it. I think sometimes if you talk about this is what it feels like from the receiving end, I think when people really understand that, it gives them an opportunity to show their best selves and show some empathy and to really understand rather than just get defensive. So I don't, I'm not going to tell other women how they should react to that label or how they should respond to it. But for me, that feels the best. That's good. That's really good right there. Okay. agree with you. That was a hard question for me to write because I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way that how, what is a proper reaction? What's not a proper reaction? How are we going to teach people if we don't, you know, if we can, like, if you, if you turn it into a dissertation, they're going to turn off and just get defensive and then not be receptive to what it is that you have to say. And if you're having a bad day or you're tired or it's, you know, feel free just to say, um, I, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to talk to you or I don't like that or, or just, you know, but, um, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I think people have to learn somehow. Absolutely. No, I think that's, I think that was really good right there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so what are terms people can use to describe women of color instead? I mean, I think the thing, I don't think you necessarily need to make a point of the fact that who it is that you're talking to is a woman of color. I mean, we like the same compliments that everyone else, that everyone else likes. Attractive. I mean, attractive is a nice, not incredibly loaded, not overly sexual, you know, or you could say, you know, I I find you really attractive. I think you're beautiful. I think the things that they say more often to white women are less offensive and have better boundaries. Um, But 
Yeah. I just, I don't think you have to necessarily point out someone's ethnicity. I know what my ethnicity is and you know that, you know that I'm ethnic. So why are we making that a piece in the conversation? Unless you specifically want to know something about my ethnicity, then ask questions, you know, show some curiosity. But if you're trying to give a compliment, I don't really know how that needs to enter in because otherwise it, it feels like more of a fetish, frankly. I mean, sometimes I wonder why they just can't like compliment us normally. Like you have nice hair. I like your blazer, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, oh, where are you from? Right, exactly. Yeah, we don't <laughs> all want to feel like exotic birds. Or food, yeah. More yeah. An side dish or something, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with anybody about this topic on exotic labels? I think, yeah, I think what I, I think at this point in time, it's, you know, one thing that happens is we can become like sort of hyper vigilant about and, and really terrified almost of, of saying the wrong thing. And I think the reality is, is that the majority of people uh, of color and women of color have experienced, have had a lot of life experience and are, if anything, less sensitive than your average person um, and stronger. And so I think people should talk about things. I think they should talk about them in a way that's open and honest and if you don't know how to treat a situation, you know, maybe just ask, uh, maybe be open to feedback about, uh, about it. Like, well, that feels like this to me, this is what it feels like to me. You know, I think there just needs to be more open and honest communication. And if people mess up, that is okay. I think one of, one of the best ways you can honor someone's experience is is in a sense kind of what that guy did. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it felt like that to you. And let me try to do better. What I was trying to say is you're beautiful. You know? Yeah. So that was honestly the most evolved reaction I have ever gotten from correcting somebody to the term exotic. And we had a pretty open conversation. And I said, you know what? I really appreciate that. Like, I don't think any of us are walking around expecting perfection, particularly people of color. Like we, we have, no, we cannot expect perfection. You know what I'm saying? So just an honest, um, sincere apology, and then an, an, a sincere uh, effort at trying to do better is all really that's required. And just for people to feel more comfortable in talking about things and being honest about them and sharing their real experiences, I think will go really far. Yeah, I agree. Kind yeah. of opening that discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah. Giving them the opportunity to kind of like rise up to it and yes. maybe correct themselves or learn something. Yeah. Maybe sometimes give people an opportunity to be their best selves. That's really good right there. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, really enjoyed having you on the podcast today to talk about exotic labels. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. So there you have it. Exotic labels. It's actually not a compliment. It's just another way of saying I find the fact that you don't look like the typical American to me very attractive or advantageous for yourself. 
There are ways to compliment women of color, and using a scale of how far they are from Eastern European features is not it. We know we are different races and look different. You don't need to remind us. And please don't use it to hit on or objectify us. And also, Americans come in all shapes and ethnicities these days. Exotic is outdated. Thank you for watching the Manila Rose podcast. And remember, it's not sexy. It's racist. Take care.